Welcome to the table, you beautiful human animals, for some dessert. This is a special episode of Just Dessert, where we talk pop culture. Of course, we normally cover fun health and fun things and the human brain and more on Better Health and World. Get that and Better Fightcast for your tightest coverage of UFC and all things MMA for rookie fight fans and you season vets on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud. I am here with Joe Newbauer at Joe News MMA. You can find him on those programs and this one. Yeah, I'm ready for some dessert. Bring on the cheesecake. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The healthy health talk is over. I am Matt Kokomo, a credentialed writer and personal trainer exploring how to maximize every day of the human experience at Matthew J. Better. So, I'm not sure what we should talk about first. Uh, some movies have come out. I have seen them and you haven't. I'm pretty good at the spoiler-free reviews. Uh, I got Deadpool 2 and Solo. Um... Talk a little Westworld. That is progressing nicely. I believe I am. I believe we are five episodes deep into the second season. That is that is one of my very favorite TV shows on right now. Um, it's hard to say, but could end up being one of the you know one of my favorite TV shows ever. Maybe it's hard. You can get wrapped up in them high quality serialized cable dramas when you're living in the moment. Mm-hmm. Like I'm kind of over Breaking Bad and Mad Men. I would rewatch them, but you know, at this point, nothing is Game of Thrones or Game of Thrones is actually like my next mission. I'm going to get through it. Yeah, there's not many many TV series I would want to rewatch. I always rewatch. Not me. I just rewatched a series in Dexter, just to be like, how bad was this? And it wasn't that bad. It was the season seven. And okay. that was when it was still... I felt like that was their last... It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad either. It was worth watching. Uh, spoiler alert, Dexter spoiler alert, Dexter spoiler alert. The first scene, I think I might have talked about this, but on Dexter, I heard it was good, and I was channel surfing at my mother's house years ago, and I just happened to come upon it, and she just happened to have Showtime, unless it was syndicated with commercials on some other channel which is no it did they did run was I don't on know USA or something I, no you know what they only ran one season on network TV and it, if it failed well that might have been what I saw or she might have had you know part of Showtime as a package or something I'm not sure but I, come, I came upon it and decided to watch it and it ended up being the I watched the eight minutes where spoiler alert spoiler alert where John Lithgow murdered Dexter's wife oh, that was four. the first time season that was four. the that was my introduction to Dexter by accident interesting because my introduction to Game of Thrones I didn't watch it until I heard everybody talking about oh you haven't seen it right then you you like two or three seasons deep I'm like three seasons one of the last things I remember spoiler seeing alert spoiler alert spoiler alert the was, last thing Joe saw in Game of Thrones was spoiler alert what was the Queen of Dragons Oh, okay, Targaryus. Daenerys Targaryen. The hot girl. Amelia, the mother Amelia, of dragons, Amelia I'm Clark. Sorry. Amelia Clark. Yes. What did you call her? The Queen of Dragons. That's why I was like, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Khaleesi. And in a show like that, she's in same, solo. Getting some uh, 
She's Reference in Frodo. Reference queen instead of mother. Right. That's a big difference Right. I'm thinking, yeah. yeah, I'm picturing... Uh, no. The mother of dragons the other one. <laughs> just took <laughs> yeah, over the whole kingdom of slaves. Oh, okay. They like, seriously got the whole kingdom and, oh, and God, just, just oh, built this the, whole... That was... Wow. Was, I mean, uh, I got to say, uh, too, I don't know why I stopped watching and how I lost touch. Because great, that bro. was some of the best TV I've ever seen. I remember just like sitting there marking out because it was such a did slow you see, build. Have you gotten to the part where uh, Catelyn Stark's cousin, Eddard, married Walter Frey's daughter? I don't remember. Literally, I remember that was like the last thing I saw. Okay. Like, I, it's hard. It's still... I think it's been you a while. would remember that wedding. You sure you don't remember the wedding? I, I haven't seen a wedding. Okay. I have not seen a wedding. Okay. I've seen some crazy things. And I tell you what, I really do enjoy the characters in that show. I don't know why I stopped watching. I don't know why I keep stopped watching. Maybe it's because Catelyn's it's hard brother. What the with the children. I think I, I think I said Catelyn's brother was Eddard Stark. That was her husband. Yeah. Did I say that? Did I really say Catelyn's brother was Eddard Stark? No. Uh, Tully. Uh, did I say Eddard Tully? I can't remember his first name. Tully. I, I wasn't familiar with any of the names. I believe he would have been it. Blonde dude Tully. And I definitely didn't see any weddings. <sighs> I have not seen a wedding. It's been a while. Uncle. Bleh. I remember that he... Okay, so he... Do you remember when Rob Stark was yelling at a guy for rushing out to capture a barn? when he was trying to get the mountain. I don't think I've seen really much in the mountain yet. I don't even think the mountain was introduced. They mentioned him. Because I remember him saying, oh, we got a, a mill. We got a, we got a Another flower Another thing, mill. John Stark. Um, is it John Stark? Yeah, the pretty boy. Rob Stark is John Snow. John Snow. Okay. John Snow just lost his virginity. <laughs> that beautiful redhead. <laughs> That's nice. something I just saw. They're a real couple, I believe. Still. Yeah, good for him. She's hot. She's cool. I mean, She's great. No makeup on out in what? I'm pretty sure I saw her in a movie. In that scene, I, I was turned I on her. by her. She is very a very. No, beautiful I think woman. I thought she was in Morgan. Maybe. Good thing Gabrielle Tambowin isn't here for this podcast. Ah, she'd agree with you. She'd have your back, bro. Yeah, you guys are in love. But yeah, she was. That was a very hot scene. Um, it was a slow build up. I like how it worked up to even that little relationship. Well, it's such a big deal because. For all of his life, Jon Snow wanted to join the man. My, I haven't I haven't thought about Game of Thrones in a minute. I was obsessed. Like I can't even remember the people who watched the Wall. What 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 the 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 the, the Night's Watch? The Night's Watch. Mm-hmm. Jon Snow wanted to join the Night's Watch. His uncle, uh, you know, Eddard, Eddard Stark, Ned Stark's brother was always a member of that group it's kind of like the realm the, you know the world's military mm-hmm. uh and john snow always wanted to join because john snow always felt like an outsider because even though his father uh sean bean was right that's sean bean right yeah sean bean he uh why does that sound wrong that's his name isn't it i mean like i said i haven't thought game of thrones in a He's warden of the north, one of the most important people in the country, but he's a bastard, and because his father's a nobleman, and his bastardness keeps him from, he's never going to inherit any land or have any authority or be able to be like a productive member of 
this noble house that he's growing up in. So he wanted to join the Night's Watch to find some purpose. And one of the things about the Night's Watch is you're supposed, you know, they they have basically a vow of celibacy. So he's breaking that vow. Um, and he went undercover to join the rogue group of quote-unquote wildlings, you know, the group of humans that lives beyond the borders of the wall that is north of you know the civilized part of the country quote unquote civilized of course so the fact that he lost his virginity is a big deal because he's he's forsaking his vows but you yeah could, i mean it was he it could was justify it and say that he's trying to keep his cover and yeah <laughs> good scene very memorable <laughs> <laughs> like i'm trying to remember everything i saw last that that was like this other than than the mother of dragons taking it i just i love that part when she took over that whole kingdom I mean, just conquered it. Oh, what was it called? And then, and then, Man. you know, I remember that part Can't because remember. there was a slow build-up. That was like a, a a relationship that was just slowly building up. Mm-hmm. Um, they kept teasing it. Egrid. So, but yeah, I want to get my my goal is to get back into that series. It's a fantastic um, stream of. Television I highly recommend it. Let me know into. what you think of the wedding. It's pretty cool. Um, it's interesting. So, I guess Westworld, we're talking HBO TV series, mm-hmm. and Westworld is one that's going on right now. And I don't always have HBO. I'm pretty busy. I don't watch too many TV shows. I watch, There's enough things I have going on between movies and things like, you know, the different medias that I'm consuming. Um, but... When Game of Thrones, when the last season of Game of Thrones came out, I subscribed to HBO the day it came. I wanted to support the series that I want them to have. You know, I could probably watch it with a friend for free, but you know, every once in a while there is like a special cultural phenomenon that I do want to support and want to encourage them to keep doing it and do it correctly. And I did, I, <clears throat> I did that with Westworld this season last season I may not have that was the first season but after seeing the first season I decided I wanted to make you know you know every once in a while did you know I don't I don't like pirating things I don't I don't like it. I, don't I, I like uh, you know it was very easy it's, it's common it's kind of the way of life it seems because like, I, I mean not that I'm throwing anybody I know under the bus but music industries know that the money now, is, you know, bands and stuff, the money's in touring. Mm-hmm. And, you know, otherwise it's like you Spotify. selling CDs. <laughs> otherwise it's like Spotify, but yeah. they really get a whole lot of that. It's touring and merch and they understand, trying to be yeah. creative. And, you know, I guess, you know, in some cases like, you know, sponsorship they, and stuff. Do you think they make as much as they used to? I don't know. I mean, there's probably a f- couple of people that are making way more than they used to, but for the most part, no. I'm going to go with no. No. Say la vie. But uh, at least Westworld's great. <laughs> That's good content. And Ed Harris is... That it's a it could be you know a performance of a career and that's mm-hmm. a pretty bold thing to say for someone like Ed Harris. He played the creator in the Truman Show. He played Pollock and Pollock. Uh, he was dude control room dude most important control room dude in Apollo thirteen. Uh, Ed Harris Ed Harris is legit. I'm pretty sure he, it seems like he's done some other westerns or maybe I'm just thinking that because he is perfect in Westworld and 
what's great about these kinds of shows and especially about Westworld is the different shades and grades of different characters and uh, I can't predict how they're going to turn out I mean I don't try too hard I kind of just try to roll with it I don't really like to predict too much because like I really just I mean it kind of almost doesn't occur to me to predict because I just I don't know what I don't know what's going to happen and what to do next you know what um, and so one of the things about the show is one of the themes, one of the things that I'm a sucker for, you know, with this and with Blade Runner, the Blade Runner movies and the Alien movies is the the android, the artificial intelligence, self-aware robot that, you know, may or may not have its own genuine passions and desires and human-like qualities and ultimately a soul. And in those types of movies uh, we get to think about our own free will ultimately mm-hmm. is the theme that's explored there I guess whether or not it exists how much we have a hold on it mm, you know how much our subconscious is controlling us or other things are controlling us whether or not we want to admit it or you know so on and so forth um, and some you know the, the it's such a brilliantly designed show and I don't I'm not going to spoil it too much you know or at all really but it's just really interesting the things that they're doing because we're already at this point if you're where I am if you're completely caught up like I am and one thing I'll say about us the sign of a really good show because I'm watching a couple different TV series but I'm not really sweating seeing the other one pretty much only one other one right now I guess as far as hour long drama goes there's only one other one I'm watching right now, and like I'm not in a hurry. Like I, I'm curious to see how the rest of the season goes, but I'm already backed up on it. And like, like you know, when I get the time, it's fine. But West Westworld, as soon as like, I was waiting to get off work that night, that it was off. Like the the sign of a good TV show is you want to you want to even and oh the the thing that really makes it special is because with both of the shows that I'm watching right now, I like them, but there aren't like other than like one of them I'm watching with somebody and. One of them I wa- I don't. One of them I watched on my on my own time, and uh, at the you know neither one other than the than that. There's nobody else that watches those shows really. Like the you know at work if it's The Walking Dead, you got to worry about it getting spoiled. Like that's the kind of show where maybe not as much as it used to be, but I think even still. Especially recently, because kind of like how the Super Bowl worked out. People mm-hmm. were getting kind of tired of it. It was kind of going up and down. But it ended on a very high note, I would say. It's the Walking Dead did and the football season did. But maybe the best football game ever. Not from a defensive point of view. But, you know, we got the Tecmo Bowl, man. It's crazy. Um, <clears throat> and uh, Walking Dead ended like that. But other, but I wanted to see this show as soon as it dropped, even though there's no risk of anybody spoiling it. And there's no one that I'm going to, like, talk to about it. I just want to, I just want to see it and experience it and think about it on my own. And it's just, it, th- that's a sign of a really good show. And so we're already comfortable. If you were, I am, you're already comfortable with the thought of some of, you know, some of these characters, some of which are androids and they're, you know, wrestling with whether or not they're in control of their fate or whether they're, you know, being pre-programmed to play out a story that's, that's unfolding. Anthony Hopkins is kind of 
one of the masterminds of the whole deal, and he's amazing. He's been amazing throughout this series. Along, I mean, him and Ed Harris and everybody. I mean, everybody involved. Jeffrey Wright's another notable. Thandy Newton, who was also in Solo, kills it. And I don't know who plays Dolores. I feel like I should look her up. She's, I think, the only other main character's name I haven't dropped yet. She's great. Maybe I'll check that out, or maybe we'll, you know, get to that one. But I just don't know. Um, but so we're following some different storylines. There's a lot of stuff going on. The worst thing about these kind of shows where it's got a lot of different characters is it, it can be kind of hard to feel satisfied. Like cause the episode, the seasons are only like eight or ten episodes, and then each one is usually how long are they? Usually an hour. Oh, Westworld okay. is not one where they go ninety minutes or two hours. I'm mm-hmm. excited because I believe the last season of Game of Thrones it's is like going to be seven two-hour episodes. I believe seven or eight two-hour episodes. I hope something like that maybe. Wow. And Sons of Anarchy was doing 90-minute episodes, but um, Westworld so far, 60 minutes. Like, you're not getting more, not even, you know, you're not getting more than an hour. It's not more than an hour. And you want more. But at least what they do, they don't try to cover every single character on each episode. They'll just have a couple of different things interwoven throughout where you see a decent amount, but not too much. And they've, they've learned how to strike that balance where you get satisfied with that the gulp of that story of what's going on with that cluster of people and it's it's interesting and oh man the, the things are doing with that show and so it, what what I really like now is so there's there's Westworld and then there's also Shogun World which is like a you know uh, Asian themed samurais and ninjas and that, that kind of thing and since they're supposed to be separate Part, parts of the amusement park of the theme park the we find out that some of the plot lines have been reused so th- one of the main cyborg one of the one of the main hosts is what they're called because they're ho- they they're supposed to be hosting humans so they all the robots are called hosts which is pretty cool it's interesting how in different zombie films and even in the walking dead and fear the walking dead the different groups of people have different names for zombies and and there's different names for cyborgs in different movies, and in Westworld they're called hosts. And I don't know, that's probably what they were called in the original movie. I think it was like 1966, mm-hmm. the Yule Brenner deal, uh, which I, I've seen a few minutes of. I probably should watch that. Uh, it seemed great, especially you know for those old-time movies. You can appreciate those things. The graphics are hilarious, but you know you, you got you to examine it for the time that it's put out in it and just enjoy. It's pretty cool. Um... And it's it, so one of one of the main, one of the characters we're most intimate with is encountering her doppelganger in Shogun World and some of the other auxiliary characters in her group that have, that have been part of her storyline and she sort of co-opted to come along with her are you know their doppelgangers are there too and one of the thing about a doppelganger in literary uh, study is that uh, one thing is uh, oftentimes a doppelganger one is supposed to kill the other one mm-hmm. and one of the things about it is that you know there's a couple of humans along you know it's a rat you know it, 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 chaos is going on right now it's great oh it's awesome it's beautiful it's delicious i highly recommend it as well i don't know if i mentioned that yet but it, you know one of the things you know one of the human one of the one of the the writer one of the the writer for the guy who actually wrote the 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 storylines to reuse the characters is there and he's like warning them like we sh- you shouldn't be around them too long because when you guys are around each other too much like you get it gets kind of weird and it's funny because there's and while he's saying that there's two other characters that are 
kind of almost playing patty cake in their hands or sort of mirroring each other and they're almost like poking each other in the eye like they're animals uh, it, it's it's interesting also because then as she sees the other's story unfold she gets the perspective of what's going on with her and what's motivating her and the reason that you know her story arc that is going on right now touches on very you know it, it speaks to the same motivations that the character she's encountering it also has and it, it, it just more it's just reflection upon reflection upon reflection um, the parallels to to really just you know peel back that onion and you know what it just beautifully crafted um, very excited to see where it's going uh, I like it when I feel like a series has a vision and it's it's kind of, I want to know how many seasons they have planned I guess I should just buckle in for five and not expect this thing to get wrapped up any sooner and just get on get along for the ride because I want to be like what's gonna how is this what what and there's cool you know uh, a daughter of one of the main characters popped up a couple episodes ago in a very interesting way and uh, it's just uh, I won't I, I can't say anymore because I don't want to spoil it so mm-hmm. yeah man HBO what else uh, is there anything else to talk about uh, with TV um there's always a lot going on well, there's, TV let's, in this We can take age. a little bit of a turn. Maybe we can put off the comic book movies for another time since it's, since you guys haven't seen them. And it's, you know, maybe I'll touch on Solo in a bit or Deadpool 2 in a bit. We'll see. Um, one thing about TV, there's a lot going on with TV. The big sports right now, quote-unquote big sports, hockey. Well, hockey, I guess, would be a quote-unquote big sport. The NBA is definitely an unquestionable big sport. They're in playoff time right now. Well, right well they're, now, both, the they're, they're actually the they're actually scenario. not in playoff time right now. They're in, they're fin- in championship finals, finals slash yeah. finals. One yeah. is in the final and one is in their finals, which I learned because no, no, they they're they're to the championship. They're into right. the well in bass in, in the NBA it's the finals mm-hmm. and in the NHL it's the final. Mm. Stanley, Stanley Cup, Cup. the Stanley yeah. Cup final. It's a seven game potentially seven game final, and it and the cap the cat our our beloved quote unquote our beloved Washington D.C. Capitals are down 0-1 for the series against the Las Vegas Knights. One of the, I tell you what, I tell you what about that. Story, right? That's one of the greatest stories I've ever heard. I didn't heard. know that until until I saw the game. Until I, saw, I didn't know, I didn't know it was, I didn't know that's who they were playing. First year as a team. I'll tell you, really? Ever. I thought you didn't that, know was, that. I thought, mate. Wow. Yeah. Wow. First year ever as a team. <laughs> And they're in the Stanley <laughs> Cup, and they're one and zero. Man, that's amazing. Maybe all these floods and crazy weather phenomenon—it's all related. I don't know who to root this for. This is year. the end times. Wrote, I said root for. I don't know who to root for this year. I'm so conflicted because I'm not really a hockey fan. Okay, yeah. but it's the Stanley Cup. I'm paying attention. You know, it's in it's in my. Peripheral. I'm rooting for the Capitals. I'm a local boy, man. But the Capitals. DC is my second city. DC is my second city. I'm rooting for the Capitals, especially since Baltimore does. Baltimore's never had a professional hockey team, right? Or did they? I don't know. Right? I don't know. <laughs> don't know. Like I said, I'm not a hockey fan. I'm not. You know my drug of choice. The Baltimore Bullets used to be a hockey team. Yes, they now, won a Why Baltimore doesn't have a basketball team? That's absurd. But that's a conversation for another day. Mm. But anyway, as far as hockey goes, like I'm kind of bitter because I should be a Capitals fan because mm-hmm. that's the closest thing to me. I'm a Washington Wizards fan. 
Uh, yeah, okay. Because DC's the closest thing I have. They used to be the Baltimore team. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. But with the hockey thing, but there's something about this underdog story of the late Las Vegas Knights, their first year ever as a professional team. Do the... Do the Fertitas own part of that team? I have no idea about anything on everything about this topic. All I know is the <laughs> Las Vegas Knights, it's a true underdog story. And, like, something in So are the Capitals, though. They're always one and done in the playoffs. I get that, or, like, they get to the second forever. round I mean, of the this playoffs. This is the first year ever as a team. First year ever. God. Watch the. Well, you know, if if hockey is like any other professional team sport, you know what that means we got to do, right? You got to watch those referees, bro. Do they have referees in hockey? They have they have some stripes on skates. <laughs> Are they referees? I don't know. That's what I was hoping you were going to say. They don't even break up the fights. Experts, right here, bro. We got your hockey coverage yeah, <laughs> tight. The, most the series is, I ever watched was the Mighty Ducks. The series is still down 0-1, right? They didn't, I don't know. They didn't play again tonight, did they? <laughs> I don't know anything about hockey. I'm pretty sure they don't play too nice like, in I've a been row. to a game before, bro. It was kind of cool, I guess, live. But on TV, I changed that stuff. I don't watch hockey. But yeah, the DC, I should be rooting for the Capitals. But a, a side of me is like, you know what? I want to see the Knights do it. Never heard of that before. Crazy. First year ever as a team, and you have a chance to win the the championship, the 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 the, the highest prize, the, the the gold medal. You know that's that's something incredible, and, and just a part of me just says, you know what? I don't care who wins. I hope it just goes to a game set of seven, and it's very competitive. That's the only thing I can hope for. But then in basketball, you have Le- I mean that story of LeBron James. I mean, my goodness. LeBron James, he's we're watching magic. He's productive. I think I think I would if I had to pick who, I I, I would think I would I would say goat. Things better than MJ. Yeah, yeah. And you know why I say that? Level of competition. It, you, because you, this competition has been bred from way before. Like not like they've even been that. the pe- the players should be better than they were mm-hmm. in MJ's day, just because. This sport would invariably evolve like they all do, and the athletes would get better, and maybe none of them stand out because they're all better. Yeah, my my view on LeBron. Or not James, as many of them stand out. If you took all these players and 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 let's get in time machines, let's move forward and backwards. Let's just put them all in their prime. You have mm-hmm. like LeBron James, you have Michael Jordan, you have Kobe Bryant, you have Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. Yeah. I'm talking all of them. Mm-hmm. Charles Barkley, mm-hmm. Shaquille O'Neal, mm-hmm. whoever. All of them are in a draft, and it's when they're in their peak prime. We don't even know if LeBron's in his prime yet. He's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. People are like, he but, used it all up. It's like, nah, bro, you're gonna see his prime around game six and a half of the But you put the them finals. all in their peak prime, and all of right them are now? special for different reasons. Every single one of them are completely different players. Part of me wants the Golden State to win too, though. I'd be happy either way, really, with basketball. But so. if I had to pick one player, mm. it's definitely LeBron. Why? Why is he the best ever? Why is he the GOAT? Because you can put him in any position on that court. All of them. You can put him yeah. as center. You can put him as point guard. You can put him as the forward. Whatever. Like I said, power forward. Whatever. All of them. And he's still a top three in every single one of those positions. He's the best all-around player I've ever seen. And he's on pace to break every record you've ever seen in the NBA. From point scores to yeah. all of it. All of it. Just put that in the perspective. He's just as good on defense as he is offense. It's he's truly amazing. And I love Michael Jordan. 
And what made Michael Jordan so special, and I don't know if anybody's ever going to do it again, what Jordan did, and that's he went six for six. He went to six finals, and he won six finals. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to argue with that, but like... But LeBron has had different matchups. He's had different teams. I mean, it's probably just a little more parity now. I don't even know if it's fair to say LeBron's had more stacked teams than Michael Jordan. Because right now, who, who's the other people on LeBron's team? It, that's a one-man show. LeBron has had he didn't he didn't have the stacked team in Cleveland, did he? When they won, I mean in Miami, yeah. What do you get yeah. three? You get three yeah, of those rings in Miami. How good were Two they? Rings really? They were so good because of LeBron. Yeah. LeBron makes everybody look great. I don't know. I'm not. A, I don't know too much about basketball. Yeah. I'm about to start. Talking I mean, just look at their head. numbers when LeBron left. Yeah. You know they were. A great well, didn't they team. all disperse, or did the did the other two? Of the big three stay there. Who is it? It would be Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosch, or the, is Dwayne that the Wade other two? And Chris Bosh, yeah. Yes. So did they? Did they, did those two stay in Miami after LeBron left for Cleveland? Back for Cleveland? I, I can't tell you that much. I okay. mean, the only thing I do know is right now we're going to another finals, and it's pretty much the Golden State Warriors, the most stacked <laughs> super team. I saw a, a video meme where it was inter- It was it, it was it said. Golden State versus Cleveland season four, but it had the Full House theme playing, and it it was so funny, just the different matchups, and it had a little blurb where it looked like it was recorded from a VHS tape going over the, the whole thing, and just you know the cheesy saxophone music and the lyrics, and they would pull clips of players at you know different pressers and stuff, and they matched it up beautifully. You should check that out too. Yeah. While we're taking a breather, I'm going to mention real quick that the Delor- the Delor- the actress who plays Dolores in Westworld is Evan Rachel Wood. She is superb, and the things the things that are going on with her character, like you, you, it's beautiful. You just you can't make this stuff up. Or I mean, someone had to, but woo, good stuff. All right, back to sports. Um, I was saying that LeBron. She's the star of the show. Like this year's narrative of the NBA and the ratings are way up. And there's a reason why, and this goes with TV. The reason they're up is because right now this is the perfect finals. You have the ultimate super team. I mean, Golden State Warriors with Steph Curry and that supporting cast mm-hmm. was already a, a finals level team. So Steph Curry's the best before shooter of all time. Oh, best not all time. Like free free throw. He, he is right a fantastic now. player. He's right. like a he's like a better version of Allen Iverson mm-hmm. in my opinion. I mean, he's, his handles are really he is awesome, um, but. To everybody that's on that team, Golden He's State the best Warriors now. is so stacked. And then they added Kevin Durant. Yeah. In their first year with Kevin Durant, they already won a finals. Yeah. You know, last year they're the reigning defending champions, and now they're back again. This super team is back again in the finals, apparently pretty much against LeBron James. It's like LeBron James versus the world. Mm-hmm. What's going on right now in the NBA? This LeBron James story is maybe some of the best narratives I have ever seen in the NBA. And I'm not missing one game of these finals. If I'm at work, I'm watching out of the corner of my eye at all times. I'm going to slack. Mm-hmm. I will be a lazy co-worker that <laughs> night because I'm going to pay attention to these games. That's how good they are. This is how big it is. I mean, the NBA is at an all-time high right now, I think. I think if you're, if you're not watching LeBron James play, you're missing out. And if you're not watching Golden State play, one of the best teams ever ensembled, you're missing out also. So, be there. Just yeah. I'm just saying, watch, watch. At least, ch- at least 
at least check out the highlights, I guess. That's probably what Basketball I'll do. Basketball is one of the most pure That's sports out there. That's what I'll do. Yeah. There's a lot of whistles that make me mad. Don't get me wrong. But not, not, not too much, like, petty. There's, but but it's, it's not a dirty sport. Nice. You know, there's still integrity there. And That's it's, nice. It's one of the better sports right now, honestly. It's, it's really, they've created these super teams. These finals have been, I mean, these playoffs have been pretty good. It's nice. a good time to be a basketball fan. All right, what else about TV and sports? Obviously, let's get into my sport. Let's, let's get right let's into talk, it. Let's talk. Let's talk. It's so, about time. Big news. So finally. It's big news. The second leg of this deal is done. We found out about a week ago. No, not a week ago. It's been weeks ago. We found out that ESPN Plus, mm-hmm. this new streaming app for ESPN, mm-hmm. they're going all in on the UFC. They got 15 events for $150 million a year, which is pretty much what their Fox deal is now. You said 15 events for 150. Yes, to throw on just that streaming. Yeah, on ESPN Plus. Digital pass on That's ESPN Plus. Now we find out the second half of that deal. ESPN Plus went all in. Walt you mean Disney. Yes. No, I'm sorry. ESPN. Mm. Walt Disney went out and has now officially invested 1.5 billion dollars into the UFC. And with that 1.5 billion dollars, what do they get? They get five years. They get forty. They get. Um, I'm sorry. They get five years. They get twenty events on ESPN Plus. So that number went up five more. They get ten events on ESPN. They get the Dana White Tuesday Night Contender Series, a bunch of UFC original content, and they also get for the twelve pay per views a year. They get all their prelims. They bought all the TV rights and the everything. digital rights to the UFC in North America. Everything other than pay-per-view. Other This is everything. U.S. only. Just remember this. Okay. This is U.S. only. And they are paying well, $300 million a year. Fox didn't have any international TV going, did it? I don't have the answer to that. Okay. Honestly. But I know ESPN Plus is definitely North America only. Okay. And ESPN is essentially North yeah. America. That's why the UFC needs to keep Fight Pass, because it's international. That's where they're going to stream. That's probably where they're going to show all those other events for those other markets. What other events? What do you mean? Well, just because they're none of showing, this stuff on ESPN Plus can go on in Fight America. Pass. You could only watch ESPN Plus for oh, twenty of the events. So all of that other stuff can go on Fight Pass for the rest of the world, just not the U.S. Yes, exactly, exactly. But anyway, uh, with this UFC deal, and me being a longtime mixed martial arts fan. Matthew J. Better, don't let let me just go through this journey and where I am as a UFC fan, but not even just a UFC fan, but a mixed martial arts fan. You gotta remember when I started watching this thing, there was only six events a year total. So you said, hold on, so 20, 20 fights on ESPN plus. Yes, ten and on ESPN. Ten. They're on gonna e- do. They're gonna do forty two events on ESPN, a year. Ten on ESPN, and then it's gonna be twelve prelims. For 12, Which also 12 pay per views. For 12 pay per views. Yes. 42. So there's only going to be 10 weekends of the year without UFC on ESPN. I love it. That's not bad. Well, the ESPN. That's not deal, bad at all. ESPN is the number one sports network in the world. And this is where I go back to my story where when I started watching this thing, this thing was only six events a year. Mm-hmm. Okay? They had six events. A year the UFC did. Okay? I was watching Pride. I was watching old school stuff. Anything I could get my hands on. King of the Cage. Whatever I could find, I was watching it. 
Okay, I've watched this thing go through that big boom era. Mm. The first pay-per-view I ever bought, I purchased and watched live, was the War of 04. That was really when I started, like, and it never stopped. I was already into it, hook, line, and sinker, but that's when I started getting into current and updated. I was just watching a bunch of tapes from wherever, just for fun. I was buying whatever DVDs I found. I wasn't going in order. I wasn't looking it up. Remember, the internet wasn't that big then. I didn't even have it. Yeah. We didn't have smartphones. We had the phones that you put up to your ear, and it was the size of a shoe. Okay? Like, it was a different time. I was just collecting whatever DVDs I could find at Best Buy Buy or Hollywood Video. Mm. And that's legit. Um, And now I've watched it progress through the years. I mean, I've watched it finally get legalized. I mean, become legal in every single state. Yeah. Remember, it was banned everywhere. I remember when they couldn't even get on pay-per-view... You know, because it was too violent. I mean, mm-hmm. of course, the, the the heyday was a very violent. I mean, mm-hmm. when this thing started, there was only two rules in UFC 1. No eye gouging? You couldn't bite or eye gouge. Everything else was illegal. Mm-hmm. You could headbutt. Grind you shots. You could fish hook, and you could hit somebody in the nuts as hard as you can. It was crazy. And then they evolved. They got weight classes. They put the, the gloves on them. They had rules, they had referees, there was rules in motion, and they still couldn't get back on pay-per-view. Porn's allowed on pay-per-view, but the UFC is not. (laughs) So to watch this thing grow in the way it has. You know, the Fox Sports deal was great. It was great for Fox Sports 1 to help launch their network and put them on the map. UFC Mm -hmm. was probably the biggest part of that. Just like with the UFC. What about NASCAR? You don't think NASCAR? NASCAR's big. NASCAR's big too. NASCAR's huge. Two different audiences, though, in my opinion. I don't think they're the same audience. Yeah, but the NASCAR audience is probably bigger. It's probably a lot bigger. No, no, it's not. You we'll see probably what they sell know for. better. We'll see what they sell for. What do you mean? Like what, NASCAR, NASCAR sells for? is up for sale. Is it not? Is it like losing steam or something? I don't know. Or? I just hear it's up for sale. I thought NASCAR had this huge. It's a very niche sport. Following. It's just like the UFC. I, 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 I figured it was. I figured even. it was like a di- like different parts of the country that like we are not a part of and not connected to that like are. Well, here's the other it. thing about NASCAR. It's is not it, international. I definitely put the UFC over them because UFC is international. Okay. NASCAR is not. It's just North America based. But I mean, as far as FS1, it seems like NASCAR might. It was you know, pretty for, good. For America, but FS1 I would think NASCAR would be bigger. But FS1 doesn't hit as many Okay. That's a fact. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ESPN that hits a sense. lot more networks. That makes sense. Um, it's like all those years. I mean, I remember when ESPN wouldn't even cover the UFC. Yeah. I remember they did when, not approve. when this sport was considered human cockfighting. I thought it was ghastly the first few times I saw it. I thought I was like, whoa. I thought it was grotesque. Yeah. Somebody, I didn't. I didn't appreciate the chess match. I just saw people clobbering each other, going for blood. Mm-hmm. I didn't get it. I needed. You needed. To, you need to understand the different matchups and the puzzle. It's, Another it's, argument. It's, I kept being told that somebody's going to die in a ring. I have fought tooth and nail <coughs> for this sport. Just as a fan, mm-hmm. people I encounter at the bar, people I see at work, people mm-hmm. I see everywhere. I have been telling everybody this sport is still on the rise. Mm-hmm. I have been swearing by this. I don't know how other people don't see what I see. Yeah. I don't see how they don't see the whole spectacle, the whole event, the fights, the level of skill from top to bottom and how everything's different. I still don't see how they don't see it, but I know it's coming. Why? Because they've made it to ESPN finally. The it's fact wild, that they man. signed a five-year deal with ESPN for that amount of money, mm-hmm. 
I can now look at that guy next to me at the bar that's arguing me and telling me this sport's not ever going to make it. That $4.2 billion price, price tag that everybody thought was absurd. Mm-hmm. Everything that goes into this pot, the people that said this was never going to be you know, legal in So they're getting $1.5 billion of that back from ESPN over the course of the next five years. Yeah, alone. It's not bad. That's only North America, by the way. And they were hoping to what? They were hoping to make back the money over the course of a well, decade, Well, originally right? they said they wanted, they wanted to get to, their TV deal. They wanted to get $400 million ten years. a year. A year. Million. They wanted to raise it to $400 million a year. Right. Um, I thought everybody thought that was really high, and they're still holding them to those numbers. But I think people just don't realize that was hard business tactics by the UFC. Mm-hmm. They were letting everybody know, like, hey... You want us to play? You're going to have to pay. Mm-hmm. Like, that's business 101. I mean, I'm looking at the down, cold, hard facts. I mean, it's not a bad start towards that goal. They're, they they got a big chunk of what they wanted. They just went from $160 million. To, when, this, when this deal started with Fox seven mm-hmm. years ago, Fox was paying them $100 million on the first year. And it went up every year. It ended at $160 million or $170 million, whatever it is. This deal is worth $300 billion a year. If you don't view that as a successful business advantage or a business gain, you are out of your mind. And this is U.S. only. Remember, they struck TV deals in Canada. They've struck TV deals in Brazil. They've struck TV deals in Australia, China. Name the, name the country or region. They've struck TV deals. <laughs> it's not free. Those, those companies aren't getting this product for free. This no. is America only. This doesn't include pay-per-view revenue. This doesn't include the live gate attendance. This doesn't well, even include, include I mean, merchandise. And, it, and it's also, this, is, this, this could pay some serious dividends because ESPN sounds, I mean, they are definitely committed to trying to grow the UFC, I think. Because they have to having all these things on their they're, they're trying to boost this new digital platform and they're hoping that the UFC is going to help bolster that and justify people buying this streaming service so they have this huge cache of content that they can't get on the regular channels so and then they're what they what they have available and then so that means on the channels that they are going to be showing these people they're trying to convince to buy this product they're going to be trying to show them the best of the best of the best of the ufc that that's yeah. going on including you know highlights from maybe some of these fights that they're not going to have access to yep. in addition to the 10 and i'll tell you well why, 22 22 cards that they're going to have on network tv actually because the prelims you know so there's Prelims plus the other ten fights. That's twenty-two cards. And I'll tell you why that. It's almost why half the year. That. That's almost every other weekend. You know how many reasons I have to why they're going to do that? They're going to both things are going to feed each other. UFC is no. going to feed ESPN. ESPN Plus is going to feed ESPN. And because I have one point five billion reasons why. Well, yeah. Because they invested. We want to get that money back. ESPN and Disney just mm-hmm. invested one point five billion dollars in the UFC brand. Mm-hmm. Dana White is considering this the biggest move they have ever made in this company this is always where dana white wanted to land also by the way with fox remember how i've been screaming and i've been telling you i just don't think the ufc is meant for network tv they're not meant for fox i don't think mixed martial arts not just ufc is meant for fox abc nbc cbs whichever one pick your poison Mm. i don't think it's meant for that i said it before it is a niche sport and now that they are with the number one sporting program in the world, a sport that went from banned 
to now widely accepted as an actual sport, I can now look at that guy next to me at the bar. I can look at that, that politician that told me. I can look at anybody that ever naysayed and go, naysayed this sport and go, you know what? I told you so. Because hmm. it is officially a sport. Mixed martial arts has officially become a sport with this deal. The ESPN deal, they are going to be presented on SportsCenter, ESPN2, ESPN News, all their all their programming that they go. Uh, I know Mike and Mike's going, but like like whatever they do in the mornings now, because I don't watch ESPN. I gave up a long time ago. Why? Because they didn't cover UFC. Skip Bayless made me hate ESPN, but he moved to Fox, I think. And now we don't have to hear his stupid opinions on Nate Diaz sumo wrestling now, do we? Thank God. <laughs> now we can have, well, what is the show? It's Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman. Max Kellerman's pretty knowledgeable in the combat sports world as he is a huge boxing fan. I don't know a whole lot, but isn't Stephen A. Smith sort of an antagonist like Skip Bayless? Don't care about Stephen A. Smith. I'm just go. saying these are the people that people watch. Mm. Okay, These are the people that get ratings. ESPN is number one in the sporting world. I'm waiting to see all the kids we work with, our coworkers. That are, are they young. finally going to start getting it? They watch SportsCenter. I think maybe that combined with the new helmet rules in football, which is going to... I'm worried that... In the well, N- no, I just I'm worried that the NFL is going to be unwatchable, so maybe they will be more open to gravitating towards something more pure because they are such big basketball fans. That's their bi- that, It seems to be a lot of their biggest sport, and maybe it's because maybe the purity has something to do with it because they're actually watching pure competition. Well, I, and, I want you to think about like how big UFC is now, hmm. and they're on Fox. ESPN hmm. doesn't really cover them. Yeah. They do little bits here and there, yeah. but they don't really Fox cover really them. Fox really is like the, really is. I the, just want you to think now. ESPN has one point five, like they're partners. I mean, ESPN is the Kleenex of sports media. This is big. Yeah, this is really huge. really big. It's huge. It's really big. And here's the other thing: not only are they going to ESPN, but it's it's sort of reminiscent to the FS1 deal. The UFC was being brought in. 20 of their events out of 42 Hmm. is 100% digital. Period. It's mostly a TV product right now with pay-per-views. Not a lot of digital. They're going to be perhaps on the vanguard of streaming sports. Joe's nodding his head. Joe's nodding his head approvingly at my statement. ESPN Plus is banking big on the UFC to drive that new streaming platform. Nice. Just like FS1 used UFC to drive FS1 as a serious sports network, mm. it was that and NASCAR. Mm. Um, ESPN Plus is using the UFC to drive huge hits awesome. on their programming. Very so exciting. I'm waiting to see what it is. Now, everything in this deal for the UFC sounds like a home run. Mm. Business sense... They knocked money, it out money, of the park. Money, 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 yeah. money. They knocked it out lots of the park. Lots and lots and lots. I mean, that With that the potential debt, for lots more. Over half of that, way over half of that debt is going to be paid off. I think they're going to have just about their full debt paid off in five years. What's a rich guys anyway? Who cares? They're fine. You got to remember, when, when the Endeavor took over to UFC, they took them over in, it wasn't 2017, it was 2016. Way back when they were called WMEIMG. And one of their premier people is the character that Jeremy Piven's uh, person in Entourage yeah. is based on, Ari Emanuel. Everybody forgets they had Ari Emanuel's the real guy, right? Remember, the highest pay-per-view ever was under Endeavor, not, not Zufa. Remember, 
So under the new regime, the new regime was their first. Was under the new regime. Was it their first one? Was their second. Interesting. First was um, they they bought it during UFC 200 weekend. Their first full (laughs) event was Tyron Woodley versus Robbie Lawler in the main event. And then they had Conor McGregor versus Diaz too. And then they had Ronda Rousey at the end of the year. Mm. I mean, they they had an insane year. And in 2017, they had Baymac. Mm. You know, um, in 2017, the UFC had 39 events. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't count Maymac, Maymac, I kind of count into their consideration. So they had 40, and yeah. they canceled the pay per view in August to give love to the Maymac, and also because they couldn't get the one fight together. But they they were supposed to have one other event, so they were scheduling 41 that year. Was it supposed to be Mighty Mouse and Cody or and uh, TJ Dillashaw, or what was that supposed to be? Yeah, that was it. Okay, and they couldn't get it together. So now. Dana White has officially confirmed there's going to be 42 events a year. 12 are still going to be pay-per-view. Was that fight really lined up, though? They were trying to put it together. Okay. It's not that it was lined up. They were going in to get that fight made, and they couldn't get it done. Still can't get it done. That was the fight they were still trying to get done for this year, and they couldn't get it done. DJ's probably trying to just stack up. Mighty Mouse is probably just trying to – he's like, all right, let me get 17 in a row. I I want to defend my belt 17 times so that – Almost nobody will ever beat it until mm-hmm. like my grandkids are dead, and then now, I'll fight TJ Dillashaw. Insomniac had this argument earlier, and I disagree with him. I want to see TJ Dillashaw fight anybody way more than I want to see Demetrius Johnson fight anybody. And respect. I want to see TJ Dillashaw but, versus Demetrius Johnson. Why? Because that's just such a good fight. I like would you rather see match. that over? Okay. But I don't like it more than Demetrius Johnson. Why? Because the Demetrius Johnson fight is brand new. Yeah, it's two of the best pound for pound fighters in the world. And I mean, the thing that makes the Garbrandt rematch compelling is the fact just that just because the first fight was so good. Because TJ Dillashaw, well, if TJ Dillashaw didn't wobble on his way back to the corner at the end of what the, whichever round it was, first round, second round, second round. Um. The fact that he wobbled, like he, he was almost out, like you know, maybe Garbrandt wasn't so far off from losing that fight, and they both no, look, he they was, both look. look phenomenal. And I, I just I love watching T.J. Dillashaw move in the ring. Like bro. yeah, I do like, too. I love he's I like love a, he's like, he slithers, too. man. It's Don't great. get me wrong. Yeah, um, respect. I love that fight, but I, I still like. To, I mean, Demetrius Johnson is number one pound for pound in the world. He's completely cleared out of division. Like we just mm. saw that fight, and look, I well, get his it. division has not evolved the way the I NBA has. His division him. is like the NBA fifty years ago when Wilt Chamberlain. He's, he's not the best guy, but he's at the end not. of the day, T.J. Dillashaw weathered that storm, came back and knocked out Carbrand, knocked him out. Yeah, bro. I'm, I mean, I'm a Dillashaw. Fan. Look, T.J. Dillashaw versus Cody Gar. I mean, versus uh, D.J. Demetrius Johnson is the fight. Me and Sean argued about one thing earlier where I was talking about Bellator. Bellator actually has a couple really good fights if they get them done mm-hmm. that's in, in their grasp, that they're calling for each other, they want to fight each other. They have a couple really good ones right now. And it's up to Scott Coker to make these fights. Mm-hmm. This is what's going to dictate the future of Bellator. I'm, I'm, I'm going full force on this. And I wish that these people were listening to me because I would call Scott Coker right out. I don't want to hear his excuses. These are the fights to make. I don't want to hear any excuses. As a fan, those are the fights I want to see. And it's a champion versus champion. I want to see Roy McDonald versus Gegard Masasi. 
They're, they want to fight each other 100%. I just watched them on the MMA Hour today tell each other how bad they want to fight each other. But it's up to Scott Coker. And he has to make this fight. And Sean thinks that, you know, just like you were just alluding to, like DJ wants to defend his title in his division. He wants to stack up those wins, and that's, how you, that's how you hold on to that leverage. Is, but is he, TJ Dillashaw is willing problem. to come down to the, that division and fight for the belt, right? Yes, but here's the problem I have. <clears throat> the only problem I have with it is I'm all for that, but who's DJ fighting? Do we care? Is it another Ray Borg? Is it another... I mean, DJ really shouldn't be able to say like, no. You know why DJ? If if it, we're not talking about forcing him into a super fight where they each where he comes up five pounds and TJ Dillashaw comes down five pounds, uh, no. I mean, he's gonna come. He, to, he's gonna come Dillashaw down to your weight. He's coming yeah. to your home. Yeah, it's really bizarre. You it's can't. Really bizarre. You can't say no. There's no one. There's no one. So I mean. What we're about this you know? Judo rematch. Let's That's start. Let's like start. Next. Let's if we're gonna play these games, let's throw some interim belts in there, man. And it's the same thing let's with the Bellator. A, let's pull a Tony Ferguson where this thing just disappears. Like let's just let's just let's just play fast and loose then. If he's not gonna play well, ball, right? Tony Ferguson, this thing disappears. What does that? Well, mean? then he loses belt. Like they gave him the belt, and then uh, he got. They're hurt. saying he doesn't have it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he got hurt. They, they, you know, he. But, yeah. but but that's different. That was an interim title. Oh, these interim titles. I'm saying a prayer right now. They took the in. They took it away. He got hurt at a presser, and they took it away. But no, I mean like in Bellator, the situation. Roy McDonald, I don't see anybody for him to defend his title against right now at welterweight. Mm. That's as compelling as going up to fighting Gegard Masasi. Gegard Masasi at middleweight. I don't see anybody at middleweight in Bellator for him to fight. That's as compelling as fighting Roy McDonald coming up. It's just one of those things as a fan, that's the fight you're screaming for, and you have to do it. The same thing went with that Dillashaw DJ fight. That was the fan we that was the fight we were screaming for. That's the fight we want to see. It really was. And they didn't get it done. Um, it is what it is. I do believe the UFC, they tried everything to get it done. Something's holding it up there. I don't mm-hmm. know who it is or what it is, and from what I gather, I'm being told it's Demetrius Johnson. Like T.J. Dillashaw was going to come down to his weight class. He was ready. Everything, I don't know. I don't know what happened there, but it is what it is. I mean, Garbrandt versus Dillashaw, it's not like that's a terrible matchup. Because mm-hmm. in the UFC, at least you have at 135, there might not be like the I mean, Henry Cejudo does present a great problem for D.J. at 125. Okay. Compared to what I was just saying in Bellator. Mm. Because the competition, the level of competition is so much higher. Mm. But Garbrandt versus Dillashaw, it's not like that fight sucks. Like, I'm okay I mean, with the rematch. you are the one who kind of sold me on it at first. Yeah, yeah I'm okay with the rematch. You know. It doesn't mean I wanted, didn't want to see the DJ versus TJ mm. more, but I am okay with the Garbrandt versus Dillashaw. I mean, I rematch. guess I was kind of feeling that, like, I wanted to see, I just want to see D. I want to see TJ Dillashaw fight somebody else. Like I didn't even have someone in mind. I just want to see a different fight. You always do. But I Especially guess when you, you can't go wrong. Win. You can't go wrong with Garbrandt. That didn't go to a bullcrap decision. Right. It didn't go like to an right. End, like, and if he, he didn't finished. wobble on the way back to his stool in the second round, meaning that Cody Garbrandt really did bang him up. You know, if that didn't happen, then oh, I, this would, rematch wouldn't I would be, be a lot. Yeah, that wobble. That wobble. Watch your wobble. But it is what it is, Watch man. Your wobble, kids. This is the fight game. This is the fight game. But if I have to nitpick one thing, let's go back to the UFC and ESPN deal. If I have to nitpick one thing, the only thing that hasn't changed, and I am kind of bummed out as a fan, 
is it sounds like we're still getting 12 pay-per-views a year. Too many, right? I think so. You want eight. I mean, it depends. I haven't seen exactly at the end of the day what's happening. But, like, I really wish, like, if they only did six pay-per-views. Why can't they treat an event that goes to Fight Pass like pay-per-view? Well, think about this. A lot of these pay-per-views beforehand seem not as good on paper and then after the fact there are there have been a handful of them where they ended up being pretty good right uh, every event for the ufc has been pretty good the okay. last event liverpool was good how many you, of them uh, how many of good. these pay-per-view events in the last year do you think were not worth the money well, do you think four of the them money. five See, of them here's the thing they're good cards but are they worth the money right <sighs> brazil was actually pretty entertaining like hype versus payoff versus quality of the content. Like, I would have to say that one about? Khabib versus Iaquinta. Was that really worth the money? That's what I'm talking about. That's the fight where they were like, we got to put a belt on this card. Well, and no, they had to keep something going. Because remember, yeah. Connor took out half the card. <clears throat> and then Tony Ferguson fell out in the main event. Ooh. And then Max Holloway got stopped from the doctor from cutting weight. So he was pulled from the fight. And then it was, dude, it was just a mess. Mm. And at the end of the day, we had Ali Aquinta to step up. So. Right. And like, you know, so in theory, Ali Aquinta could be your champ. I've never seen a crazier event than that. Right. That, I, I felt like, you know, and the thing is, we already moved on from that. That's crazy. Because yeah, that yeah, would yeah. break any mm. other company. But we've already moved on from that. That's what I find. So that's the one thing that's, that's, you know, just, we, we you know. I just hope. I mean, this year so far, we haven't had a good run on main events. Mm. I feel like if it the main event still goes on, be careful playing fast with weight. these belts because it speed it 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 hammers away at the sanctity of the sport and the purity. Mm -hmm. And if we're not pure competition, what fight, are we here for? That heavyweight fight between Stipe versus Ngannou. Oh my! Went oh on. yeah. And then we move to February. It was supposed to be Whitaker versus Rockhold, and it turned into Yo Romero versus Rockhold in an interim title. Mm. And then we moved on to March, and it was supposed to be Holloway versus Frankie Edgar, mm. and then it that turned into Cyborg versus Kunitskaya, <laughs> and nobody knew who Kunitskaya was. Um, and then we move on to the next one. It was supposed to be Khabib versus Tony, mm. and Rose versus. You know, Thug Rose versus uh, Joanna Jerjacek, the rematch. Mm -hmm. And we ended up getting Khabib versus Ali Quinta. And for some reason, for as real of a fight as it was, Thug Rose versus Joanna Jerjacek just didn't get the respect it deserved. Yeah. And that's a fact. And that was a real top level fight. That was the fight that I was looking for on that card more than anything else. At that point, I was. That, that oh, was, I was always into Tony versus Khabib. Still am, man. They could book Tony versus Khabib tomorrow, and I'll be excited. Mm. I'm just being honest. Well, no, I'm saying once that fight was off. Once Tony Khabib was off. Yeah, but that was, was only days before. Once Tony Khabib was off. Yeah. Well, no, I guess I... No, oh, no, what I'm saying is I was... I guess maybe I didn't let myself... I didn't let myself in because it's the fourth time that fight was booked, of course. And... Uh, as I was calling it, no, I thought I was sure it was going to happen this time. I was, Remember I was, it I was on April Fool's Day, and I didn't. I was so confused whether it was real or not. I couldn't <laughs> believe it. Like crazy. you couldn't wait one more day crazy, to announce crazy, this. Crazy, crazy. Like you could at least wait until the next day. You can't make this stuff up, man. But yeah, it, it was just absolutely insane. 
And then now we had um, then we had the Nunez versus Pennington, which I just don't think anybody was invested to before. Mm-hmm. And now you know the next pay per view. I'm 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 just I'm not even going to talk about it. It's almost here. So the next Less than the two next weeks good away. one is Stepe Miocek no. and Daniel Cormier. No, 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 the no. next good one. No, 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 no. Next good one is Robert Whitaker versus Yoel Romero in the rematch for the main event. Okay. They have Colby Covington versus Ra- in less than two weeks. Oh, that's the one you're talking about. Yeah. Colby Covington versus Rafael Dos Anjos for the interim welterweight title. You have Holly Holm versus... Megan F. Colby Nancy. Covington, man. F. You him. have Bam Bam Tui Tua Tayabasa versus uh, Andre Olaski. Hashtag boycott CM Punk Colby. He's fighting uh, Mike <laughs> Jackson. Who? CM Punk. Did you say Mike Jackson? I'm sorry, Phil Brooks. Phil Brooks is fighting Mike Jackson. We have so Curtis weird. Blades versus of course Alistair he's fighting a guy named Mike Jackson. I mean, which this is also card weird. is stacked from the first fight to the last fight. I am super stoked for that pay per view. It's very good, very very good. It's in Chi Town. Yeah, I'm 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 super stoked for that one. And then of course you go to July, and July is even better, way better. I think July is way better than UFC 225. Anybody that argues with me, you're just dumb. I've had somebody argue me about that, and I'm like, no. No, no, no. When you have DC versus Stipe as the main event, and you have Max Holloway versus Brian Ortega as the co-main event. Oh, and 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 just your other main card fight is Francis Ngannou versus Derek Lewis. Oh wow! Yeah, I don't. I didn't remember that fight getting booked. That's cool. Oh yeah, there's a lot of other great fights nice. on that card too. So I'm what's stop what's right the there. date for that? That's July, uh, early July. Okay. It's International Fight Week this year. Nice. Nice. But it's coming. But yeah, UFC and ESPN is officially in business. I'm excited. Let's get that train rolling. Um, I thought there was one loose end I left. Let me think. I got Evan Rachel Wood. Oh, the Fertitas do not own the Las Vegas Knights. I was thinking of that because I remember a long time ago we were talking about the Fertitas who were former owners of UFC were talking about trying to buy or get into get hockey into Vegas, right? They were right? talking about getting a football team. Okay. Which of course they're you know, of course the Raiders are owned by Mark Davis now, so they They, they were talking about getting into the football team. And the owners Fertitta's son, I think, is like a football player. Yeah, Bill Foley is the owner of the Las Vegas Knights, seventy percent, and the Maloof family is a thirty percent owner. And congratulations for getting it this far. Vegas Knights, I hope you lose. Jerks! Uh, was there anything else? God, I feel like there was one other thing. Mm, Game of Thrones, West oh, World. I got one more thing. Okay. I just found out a few hours ago, and I'm, I'm actually pretty excited about it. A movie cut on the rise. Spawn is being renewed. <gasps> oh, yeah. Carlin. Yes. You know who's playing Spawn? I found out who's playing Spawn. I'll let you uh, break it to our viewers. I am excited because I'm a big fan of this guy. He's legit. He was Ray Charles, Willie Beeman, and he was in Dude the Collateral. Tarantino movie. Oh, yeah, Django. Unchained. Django. He was Django Yes, he was Django, right? Yeah. Jamie Foxx is going to play Spawn, and I think they casted the perfect mm. person. Cause just like with Tom Hardy. Mm. With, um... Bane? No, no, no. Venom. Venom. Mm. I'm just as... You, you couldn't have picked, casted a better person to play Spawn. I'm actually... My I haven't had time to digest this, and I actually haven't... 
It's interesting because Todd McFarlane created both of those characters. Mm -hmm. Todd McFarlane created Venom and Spawn. Did you know that when you said that? Mm -hmm. I didn't even catch that. Yes, I did. Nice. Nice. Um, like I said, it's just, it's just I'm, I it think makes so I, much sense. My but Todd McFarlane there. has much more to do with this. I think Spawn is going to be a TV series, an R-rated TV series. Is or it is it a movie? a movie? Maybe it is a movie. It's R-rated, whatever it is, which it should be. Maybe the first one was too, but I think this one's going to be done correctly. Mm-hmm. And Jamie Foxx is going to be a great Spawn, great Al Simmons. It's going to be nice. Spawn. Yeah, yeah, I was Spawn very of, happy. Oh. It was like when I heard Tom Hardy was going to play, you know, um, Venom. I mm-hmm. was like, you couldn't have casted a better person. And then I heard Jamie Foxx's Spawn, same exact opinion. I was just like, wow, like, I'm going to watch it just because I feel like I have to. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to. I have to see Jamie Foxx's interpretation. Yeah, he's going to murder it. All right, we'll call it a day at that. We hope you had fun at the table. We love it when you come by. We really appreciate your time. Please tell your friends about us. Like, share, retweet, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud, where you, Rookie Fight Fans and Season Bets, can also find Better Fightcast. And I guess you could also find Better Health and World. Follow Joe Newbauer at Jonas MMA, Gabrielle Tim Bowen at Gabby underscore T, even though she's not here, and me, Matt Krokema, at Matthew J. Better. We love you guys and girls and everyone else. Peace!